Skylar is giving me the thumbs up and the nod. <laughs> that wasn't a thumbs up. That was a different finger. That was, a, that was a, exactly. <laughs> Our favorite part of the movie or show are the credits at the start and the end. The songs are like a long lost friend. Credits score. Where credits get the credit they're due. Welcome to Credit Score, everybody. Credit score, it's still credit scorantine. It is. It might be credit scorantine forever. We're going to see. Even though we've taken this long break, which we will explain in a minute. And my name is Gary Dudak. And you are, I forgot actually your name. Uh, I'm Max Miller, um, better known as Aaron Rodgers' ex roommate. Uh, you know, MV. Uh, League MVP Aaron Rodgers. Do you know? You know, I get compared to Aaron Rodgers with my with my handsome looks. Sometimes, did you know that? Oh, not with how you like your family doesn't want to speak to you. <laughs> that is a that is an, another uh, similarity we have that I didn't even think of till now. But yes, thanks for bringing it up, Max. Anyways, it is good to see you. Uh, and we are back. Credit Store is back after. What is it? Two months since a new episode, at least, probably? It's two months. Uh, a lot has been happening. We're glad to be back, but Gary has left Los Angeles. Well, hang on. He first is. of all, why don't you... Don't, let's not talk about me first. Let's talk about our third chair. We do. We have a guest today. Yes. And what happened between uh, you two? Why don't we talk about that? Okay. Well, we're doing the opening credits to Bob's Burgers today. Sure. Sure. Yes. My other podcasts... I co-host with the love of my life, um, my dog Biscuit, and also <laughs> uh, with no, I'm kidding. With my the love of my life, Skyler, um, and it, we we go through the Bob's Burgers and credit sequences, which are different every episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that podcast is called Bob's Credits. I've, it I've, is. Yeah. Yes. I've, Thank I've you. In. Thank you for the promo. Yep. Uh, Skyler co-hosts that with me and i said well i've always called Skylar your girlfriend is that is that still is that still accurate well should we bring her on and she can she Speak can for herself <laughs> yeah skylar are you there i'm here <laughs> i'm staring at the screen i know you're there and you're also in the other room right now i know i can hear you i think gary wants us to reveal something please i feel like it's your your podcast it was your question you should reveal it. Skylar and I got engaged. <laughs> I popped the question. Should we draw this out longer? As yeah. long as possible. As long as possible. Especially yeah. for all the people that came from Bob's credits to listen to this and have heard us tell this story like six times by now. Yeah. But Skylar is here with us because she is, along with myself, also an expert in Bob's Burgers, uh, also obsessed with Bob's Burgers. We got obsessed with it together. During quarantine. I wouldn't say I'm an expert. I'm just a true fan. Right. We're not experts. We just really got into it during quarantine and appreciate it and have learned more about it. Um, but we probably fuck up some facts here and there. You, that you, guys, you guys have a podcast about the end credits. You guys are experts compared to me. Okay. I, I, I'm a noob. I'm a noob, but I, I have started watching the show in the last few months because I knew you guys were doing the podcast. Um, I got a little sidetracked because, like you alluded to earlier, I have moved from L.A. Uh, my family, my wife and my daughter and I are in Colorado now. 
So we have left, we moved, we're starting a new life in the mountains. Um, we do, all we have is a tiny shack in the mountains by ourselves with, uh, no electricity or heat or anything. I'm, I just have a hotspot for the internet. That's it. That's how I'm doing this right now. But anyways, that, so that explains why we haven't done episodes in a couple of months, but I'm happy to be back. Happy to see you guys' faces and happy to be doing Bob's Burgers opening credits with you. We're very excited too, because we have not been able to discuss the opening credits and the opening credits are phenomenal. I don't want to spoil anything, but they're phenomenal. Anything, anything you learn that you want to drop before we kind of get into them? Um, you mean just about the show in general? Well, sure. I want to hear about your your viewing experience too. Sure. So, okay, I am a huge uh, Simpsons fan. So, right off the bat, the five Gary, Gary's, Gary's like Gary's like in 1989. <laughs> I started watching. <laughs> I was a young boy. Well, sorry, I should say Simpsons, Family Guy. So I've always been kind of intrigued by Bob's Burgers, but just never really had any desire to really dig into it until you told me that you and Skylar started watching it. So I think I watched a couple episodes before I left California and enjoyed it, thought it was funny, and definitely got some Simpsons, Family Guy vibes. But in a, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later, but the characters are similar, but also very different in a, in a very good way. Um, but since I've been preparing for this episode i've watched a handful more and i actually recently watched the uh indecent thanksgiving proposal episode which you guys recently did a podcast on so i felt like i was in i felt like i was already a bob's credits like total hardcore fan i, I knew okay. everything about it so that just happened to work out uh, i think there's like 200 episodes i've only watched like six or seven but i just so happened to have watched that one like right before your podcast came out so uh, anyway, so shall we get into these opening credits? We absolutely should. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, okay. let's get back into what we do best. Give credits the credit they're due. All right, I'm going to stop it there already. I'm already bopping. So the first thing we hear is this very quick um, ukulele. Yep. Coming in. And Gary, you know how I love a ukulele. I I unfortunately i do know but in this case you know it's all it's all like come full circle where a ukulele actually you know made something better they always make things better <laughs> what do we see on the screen as that little uh kind of ukulele what would you call it a, a strum a ukulele uh riff yeah a little a little ukulele strumming pattern uh-huh. pretty much yeah um well first of all we should point out that you have told me and skylar to watch the season three to present Bob's Burgers, right? Yes. Okay. Because um, the earlier seasons, uh, the music is uh, a little more limited. They kind of um, add more effects later on, and the characters ha- kind of interact more with what's happening, and they right. kind of it, it, it flows a lot better. Right. So that, and, yeah, we're watching so, the later seasons. Right. And so we'll, go on, Tyler. So slow. So to me, like when they speed up the tempo, it like comes to life. It like totally clicks. But yeah, in the season one and two, it's like, and it's really boring. Right. And, and speaking of boring, right off the bat, there's a difference from the early seasons I noticed. So what we saw is the cheeseburger being like formed, like it's being like dropped from the sky. So yeah. you see, you see like uh, when, when the ukulele starts, you see like a bun the meat, the cheese, the lettuce, the tomato, the pickle, and the bun, again, fall really quickly. Um, in the seasons one and two, the, the burger was already just there. It was like static on the screen before we see what's next. Not as good. Yeah, you're right. I told you guys were experts. 
Okay, so let's move forward. We're ready? I'm going to go back a little bit. Man, so quick. So many things (laughs) happened there. It's so quick. So many things happened. Who wants to take it away here? Go ahead, Sky. Tell us what we saw on the screen. I feel like this is like a standardized standardized test. Like, can you recall what just happened? (laughs) Um, The way we, yeah, yeah, and also the way we do it uh, in the pandemic era of recording credit score, we all can't watch the same screen, so we're all just trying to like make sure we're on the same same page here. Okay, so we see Bob, the patriarch of the family, and then quickly. And I don't know what order now anymore. All the family members come in. I'll tell you because I'm watching. So we hear, so with the music, we hear like a, you start hearing like a ding, 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 ding noise every time. So as you hear all these dings, each member of the family appears with each ding around Bob. And it starts with Linda, who appears with her arm around Bob. And then, uh, or I guess it, she appears and then puts her arm around Bob as then it goes from oldest to youngest. And Tina yep. appears on the other side of Bob to the right. Uh, screen yeah. Right. Yep. Followed by Gene on the other side of Linda with his keyboard. Mm-hmm. And followed by Louise, who is the youngest daughter in her little pink bunny ears hat. Right. That's cute. It's like the evolution of the family. Exactly. I just want to point out, though, that uh, if you backtrack literally half a second, uh, after the burger appears, you see Bob's hairy arms first, mm-hmm. like, and then it kind of pans away, and then you see him, and he has this hilarious, like, <laughs> I would almost describe it as like... A, Aziz sorry. Yeah, 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 exactly. That, like, fake, cheesy smile that you, a lot of people do with their friends, right? When it's like, when you first gather around for a, for a photo or a selfie, you do this, like, open mouth... I, I know nobody can see that's me. Good. That's, that's good. It's just a podcast here. People are, people are listening to this. You do like an open mouth, the cheesiest possible smile, which is funny because like Bob is the most you know pessimistic person on the show, but he has this huge open mouth smile, which just shows he's so hopeful for what is to come. And then his family surrounds him after that. So, and you also notice uh, if you're looking closely at Bob, no teeth with that open mouth smile. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> the characters rarely show their teeth unless it's like uh, relevant to the plot. Have teeth? It depends on what cartoon you're watching. That's weird. I, is that a thing actually? Because I, I mean, I didn't notice that in the the handful of episodes that I've watched. But do they never show their teeth? Are there no episodes about? Dentist found or? the first one. Well, there are. There's a couple episodes about dentists. And like whenever the teeth are kind of like relevant to the plot, like the, I think there's one where, t- where we just did where Linda has to like was on a diet where she only eats like uh, skins from like vegetables and fruit. fruit. Yeah. And she has to like really gnaw into the skin. Got it. <laughs> She's got teeth. But otherwise, no, like you'll see the kids pop up and their mouths are open and they don't have teeth. And that's hilarious. That is funny. Um, and then one more thing, like you talked about how the, the kids all pop in. Um, Tina is the only one that's really not, that looks, um, I don't know, not happy. <laughs> I know that's how she always is. She's kind of just kind of, uh, she's not depressed. Well, how would you describe her? She's anxious. more anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. She's, mo- she's very monotone. She's yeah. Right. Right. Um, and she's hilarious, but Gene is happy with his little, his little Casio keyboard and Luis is, you know, is thrilled. But one thing I will say that when, 
I remember back in the day when I first like saw pr- promos for the show, I thought that like Tina and Jean seemed too down, like they weren't funny. Because like mm-hmm. if you look if you look at the early season one, Gene's not smiling in the in the in the uh, opening credits. He has like Weird. the same face. He has the same face as Tina. But same with Linda one, too. In the right. if you go in the early ones, Linda looks like she's frowning almost. Right, right. The they're one. just they're not as happy. So I thought I kind of thought back in the day I had the impression the show was like uh, they're just like a depressed family. Like they're all, but it's far so it's like not even close to true because Gene and Louise and even Tina are, and they're also upbeat and especially Linda too. So here, here might be why that's the case is Skylar and I have talked about this on Bob's credits, but originally Lauren Bruchard, who created the show, pitched it to Fox as they were a family of cannibals. Right. <laughs> and made like human flesh burgers, which is why the first the first episode is called Human Flesh and they like think their burgers are being made from human flesh and it's but maybe that's why kind of they were kind of like the characters have evolved so much since that first season, those first few episodes when that that uh the original intro right. So maybe they wanted to give them a more mysterious look right off the bat for or yeah. something. Like just not not quite as upbeat and happy or whatever. It's happy yeah, this, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the later ones definitely show their personalities more. Right. Yeah, and what was it? Because I actually don't love the pilot or maybe the first couple episodes. But I think, um, Max, do you remember what their personalities were? Because I think, like, Linda was, like, really naggy. She didn't have that, like, weird optimism that makes us love her so much. And Tina was, like, um, like disturbing. Bob was mean. Yeah, yeah. Bob was very mean. Tina was like disturbingly weird. Like she was like gross weird, and it was like she was like talking about like hair. Yeah, her crotch (laughs) itching. Yeah, and it was like it was not the Tina that has the the show has evolved into, but it's that's just like any show. Like that, you get a pilot, and these characters are going to grow from what the pilot is. Yeah. Uh, So uh, as a newbie, I've only I watched the pilot, and I watched maybe an episode or two from season one. And then I kind of skipped to like season three and four. And you're right. It was definitely a little darker at the beginning, but I still, I still liked it, but I could totally see why the first season is less like it's more, uh, panned than, than, than the later seasons were like critics loved or whatever. So that makes sense. The show is so good to me. Um, because it's funny and everything, but also because of the heart. And I think it was, I think it was lacking the heart early on. And these characters kind of like they they built the heart, and that's also when you talk about comparisons to like Family Guy. It's so it's I, when I first started watching too, I expected a more like I thought Tina was going to be like um, Meg, where like everyone hates her, but right? Right. The, this family they love each other and they do everything mm-hmm. for each other and they pick on each other, but they do like they they go to battle for each other and there's just like so much heart, and I think that's what makes the show so good and enjoyable. Yeah. Aww. I, and I think that in those early, the first season credits or season one and two, me only seeing that like the credits and like promos, I thought it was more dark, like Family Guy or whatever, like or like you said, like compared not as a, a loving family. So I, I didn't quite get it, but now I do, and now I'm on board. Yeah, and I think if you haven't watched it, um, Louise is the only character that I kind of like was in my cultural like periphery right and she's kind of like harsh and so i just assumed because i'm not like family guy like type person at all so i just assumed it was like in that genre that's why it took me so long to watch it i'm with you i'm with you 
All right, so we've watched three seconds of these credits so far. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the family has now all appeared. They're all still standing, just on a a white background. Um, I think at one point, this a line is drawn behind them, kind of like Gary. If you go, if our uh, listeners want to go back and listen to our Doug opening credits episode, there was like a a white line that was drawn, and that line did a bunch of stuff in those credits. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To show that it's like being drawn or whatever. Yeah, so like right now they're standing in front of uh, a screen and there's just like a white line drawn across the bottom. Right. And we're about ready to have the big reveal here. Yeah, and we get more sounds here too. This is what I'm talking about where how how the the as the show evolved, the sounds and the characters evolved. When Gene appears, he plays a bark noise, which is very common on his keyboard. Like yep. he does that on the show a lot. <laughs> and then so Skylar and I have debated this already on Bob's credits. As Louise jumps in with her hands open, there's like, I think she says, ah, and Skylar thinks it's a cymbal crash. Let me, let me listen one more time here. But the problem is on the one, the version I have, it's now changed into like a laser noise. So it doesn't matter. But I'll play you those all You just set again. yourself up to lose this battle, Max. Because it's not her voice? Yeah. Why is she shooting a laser sound out of her mouth? <laughs> She's a robot. She's a robot. Everyone knows that in the later episodes. I just listened a couple times, and I think, I think it's it is a symbol crash. Uh, I, I, I Gary's connection just dropped out. Did anyone hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I like how um, on our last episode we were like, we'll hash this out when we do it on credit score, and then we arrive at this day, and you're like, so I didn't get the right version. It's like a different version. Uh, I was I was shocked when I got the most recent season, and there's like a laser sound there instead of like. Let me go back here and see if we can get those sounds. And can I just ask a real quick question? Do they ever, they never probably explain why she has the bunny ears on, right? Uh, Luis? Max has this whole line ready for this. Oh boy. <laughs> so they never do. Um, there's pictures of her as a baby in the house and she's got a little like pink bonnet. It doesn't okay. have bunny ears. So her head's covered still. There's one episode where her ears get taken from her. And she immediately puts a hood over her head, so you can't see what her head looks like. Interesting. A Bob's Did- Burgers movie has been made, I think, or it's being made. It was supposed to come out this year, but it got bumped because of the pandemic. And I've heard that they're going to reveal like the origin of the the bunny ears, but I'm not sure that's de- a definite. Hmm. And maybe she's got like horseshoe baldness or something. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> What is horseshoe baldness? You know, like what the, where, where you, like where you have the the horseshoe. It's bald right here. You know, I didn't I didn't know that. I, like, this podcast is very educational. That was a learning <laughs> moment for me. Like the, like Larry David has horseshoe baldness. Like the horseshoe yeah. pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think so because she's got a little bit of hair in front. So it, yeah, it would maybe be, you're right. Maybe, what do you call just like what do you call baldness if you got like hair in front and then not not like in the center like Friar Tuck? Baldness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yep. has Friar Tuck baldness. That seems Maybe. like the explanation. I think it's just like a coping mechanism for something. Maybe we'll learn about her dark past. That that made sense for her, from what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, I I've been wearing sweatpants since March <laughs> to cope, so I understand having like a something to cover your head. I've been wearing sleeveless shirts to cope for 20 years. It's like 20 degrees where you are and yeah. you're in a sleeveless shirt tonight. Gary, Gary moved to Colorado in the winter. I was like, finally, we're going to get some sleeves on that boy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's nice and toasty in our apartment, though. So it's good. 
All right, so let's move past the white background and get the big reveal here. Of well, I want I want to just try and play those noises one more time. Oh, that's right, the noises. Sorry, I forgot where we were. Okay, so did we hear those? Yeah, I uh, rough and a ah. rough and I like pew. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. I, I can't make the determination here. I can't. I think it's going to have to remain a mystery in Bob's credits world and credit store world. I like it. Keeping keeping the peace. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say I'm right, but other than that, we should move forward. All right, let's do it. Skyler is giving me the thumbs up and the nod. <laughs> that wasn't a that wasn't a thumbs up. That was a different finger. That was exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's see what happens here. So the camera like zooms back. Yep. Or pulls back. Pulls back a little bit. And all of a sudden you hear as like with all these slamming noises, uh, Bob's Burgers, their, their restaurant appears behind them. And they're standing in front of it now. Yep, and it, and it's 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 like it's like the crashing of symbols also, or, or percussion when every every time a building drops. Yeah. So, um, do, do you want to describe Bob's Burgers at all, Gary? Uh, sure. It's like a lime green building uh, with a red lettering or red and yellow sign with red lettering. Bob's Burgers. Uh, it looks like any old. I mean, I would say it reminds me of New York. Maybe. Uh, I think I think I read that it's supposedly takes place in New Jersey by the seaside, but to me, it looks like a New York building and there's an apartment above the Bob's burgers. There's a Brown door. Yeah. And they're they're in front of like the big open window looking into the burger uh, joint. And then, uh, you know, and and then another building drops to the left of it. So sorry, it doesn't drop a building slides in from the left and, and crashes into Bob's and that's the, it's your funeral home and crematorium. And they all look in that direction as it slides in. Right. It's your funeral home and crematorium is always over there. Right. To the um, left. And one of the characters, Mort, the mortician, uh, who is a regular at Bob's, works over there. Right. And in, in, the, in the very pilot episode, since it's fresh on my mind, just so you know, uh, that crematorium plays a big role because Luis... Is it Luis? Yeah. Luis made up a story at school that they got. Luis, not Luis. Luis. I'm sorry. Luis. Luis. Sorry. Let Luis. him say it three times before you corrected him. It's like, is this right? Is this right? Is it Luis? Luis. <laughs> sorry. Luis uh, made up a story at school that they got bodies from the, from the funeral home to make their burgers. That's how the whole pilot episode starts. And they get a bad reputation for, he- for serving human meat, which is pretty funny. Because actually, at one point in the episode, Mort actually orders food <laughs> from them too, so they have to like sneak it over to him. It's pretty funny, anyways. And then uh, the building on the right slides in with another symbol crash, and that is in this episode. It's called Annie Get Your Gum, so it's a gum store, even though it looks, yeah, look, but it looks a little <laughs> questionable. Well, <laughs> rated. Yeah, this one always makes me laugh because uh, I'll probably post this on our on our Instagram because it. Doesn't look like a G in gum. It looks like a, it looks like a C for sure. <laughs> maybe it's a sex store. Maybe, maybe. Um, and from and then they all look that way. And then one of the things I learned that I did not know when I first started watching the show is that the credits have a changing element, like Simpsons. And this is one of them. There's actually two, but the store always changes. Right? It's a different. It's a different pun. It's the store next door. 
Yeah, it's typically typically during the episode. It's like a so, like uh, there's nothing there. Like it's like uh, coming soon or something like that. There's a sign in the door. Um, yeah, yeah. But in yeah, in the credits, it's always a different store with a different pun. It's a very pun heavy show. There's puns all throughout. Almost every store in the show has a pun name. So, right, and then he always has a different pun for his daily burger and stuff on the episode too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, the one at the credits I'm using to play here is the road less graveled asphalt paving. <laughs> Love it. It's great. There's so many good. Okay, just just I'm not going to do all of them, but if you go to Ranker, they actually have like you know you can vote. They have a, a list of all of them. And I'll just do the top couple. Uh, the number one right now is get off my back, tramp stamp removals. <laughs> and then baby got back problems, physical therapy. And then one that I recently saw, Bob fires the kids, which was really funny. I'd hit that and it's boxing gym. <laughs> and if you go down a little bit, one of the ones that caught my eye that I really laughed at was don't stop bereaving. And it was grief, <laughs> grief, grief counseling shop. <laughs> That's a good one. And there's just a bu- there's just a, a bunch of them. There's re- like maxi pads, which is an apartment rental place or large. I don't, sorry, I don't find that I don't find that one funny at all. <laughs> okay, maxi pad, take it easy. Uh, anyways, so yeah, a lot of funny ones. Too many flashbacks from junior high. <laughs> For like holidays, they'll do like holiday themed um, puns on both this changing element and the one we'll discuss in a second. But. In the first season, when the intro was so slow, you could actually read them. But now the music is sped up. So it's like, it's so hard to read the puns quickly now. I can't do it. Can you do it? I remember as we were watching before Skylar and I started our podcast that we didn't realize that it had sped up. Like we didn't realize that it changed. And we were, thought there was like something wrong with us that we couldn't read these anymore. We were, we were like struggling to catch what the names and everything was, but. It's because they sped them up. Right. And just for the actual numbers. So I just like the first season and two, the credits were 18 seconds long, I guess, mm-hmm. like or 18 or 19. And these are like 16, 15, actually. So it's really not that much. But those two seconds wow. obviously obviously play like a huge role, though, because like, think about it. It's already super quick. So if you tighten it that much and just speed it up a little bit, it's it's harder. So pretty weird. That's but. interesting. Yeah. So anyways, okay. So the, the store on the right slides in. It's always a different name, the store next door. And then there's also a tree uh, on the street drops in. And I think that's maybe where you where you stopped. Yeah. And I think on the one I'm doing, I've got a mailbox next to the tree, but not in the one we're looking at on our screens. Right. The uh, I think, yeah, the tree and the mailbox comes right after too, the, like the USPS box right next to it. So keep going, and we'll start seeing all the uh, calamities that happen here. Okay, I'm going to stop it there nice. <laughs> because we already had two calamities happen. <laughs> so a grand opening sign flies from the camera to the store and like lands right underneath Bob's Burgers, the sign, like a, a tarp, like a, like a banner, followed by... The restaurant going up in flames. <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's a kitchen grease fire, and it spreads rapidly to the upstairs apartment, <laughs> <laughs> which is immediately followed by another uh, banner flying in, and now it says "Grand Reopening," which is almost before the thing can even hit the sign. 
all of these um, like mice and different other rodents, like raccoons, run in from both sides to the restaurant. Oh, see, that's funny. I thought they were just rats, but I do realize now. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, there's raccoons are, are recurring on the show. Got it. Have okay. you met? Um, is it Little King Trash Mouth? Yeah, not, and not uh, what's the other one? He's a gem. The, uh, Larry. Did I make uh, that up? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like like big baby pudding cup or something like that. <laughs> something. Linda like names Linda. What is uh, very involved in the um, raccoons' lives in the alley, and she names Got all it. of them. Okay, gotcha. I think you might have sent me a clip of that one time, Max, when you yeah. were trying to get me. To yeah, watch little, the show. little King Trashmouth. Right. <laughs> Getting married. He has a boyfriend. No, they're gay. No, they're not. They're <laughs> not, Lynn. No, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. So right as those like uh, rodents appear, a van flies in from the right side of the screen, drives in in front of the restaurant. Right. We should you should say that like the vermin are coming in from both sides of the street. By the way, not just one. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. Coming. Poor Bob. And then the van pulls up, and what does your name for the van say? So this is where we get more puns. Um, right. This, Another wanna- changing element. The one I have is when bugs cry. <laughs> why did why am I watching a different one than you? How you're watching the same one as me. You you have no oh, more got it, got it. no you have no more Mr. Mice guy, correct? Yep. And Annie get your Yes, Annie get um, your your cum. I mean your dumb. Uh, <laughs> and then it, just so you know in seasons 1 and 2, it was always rats all folks. Uh, they didn't oh. do it. They didn't do a changing element for the first two seasons. Just, just for that, it was rats all folks exterminators. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Look, just, teaching us. Yeah, see, that's what happens when you when you come in from the outside, fresh eyes, fresh perspective. It's just what we needed. And uh, okay, so but then after season three, the van began to change, and I just have a couple here of my favorites that I pulled up today. Um, let's see, murder she roach exterminators. And then probably my favorite, I mean, there's a bunch of mice and men who kill mice exterminators, <laughs> the best of times, the worst of times. And then my favorite one is killing fleas softly. And then in parentheses with our spray. <laughs> That's <laughs> that good. good. That Skylar, do you want to tell Gary your beautiful creation for the Halloween episode? Yes. For the Halloween episode, I want it to say um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That is that is genius. Good. That is genius. Yes, I keep waiting for them to use it every Halloween episode because, like, there can't be that many Halloween rodent themed things. But it didn't happen this year. We'll see next year. I would call. Sorry, I want to do my own pun. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, sorry, sorry. I stole your. What about? Here. Okay, okay. So this is just. A Tuesday night for us. Yeah, I just sit and her down, and I have to. She, have I, have to I sit her down on the couch, and I do a whole show for her and Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's because there's rodents on the sidewalk. What about if it said "Our Mouse in the Middle of the Street"? That's good. Our Mouse in the Middle of the Street. Our Mouse. I and love I, it. I'm pissed. I didn't come prepared with one. Gary, so. go, go, rapid no. fire. Come on. Come Can't on. do it. Uh, the, mice, the mice is right. <laughs> That's good. That's I like good. It. The mice she's, is right. She's a brick mouse. How about but that's how not about, about killing mice? They, they aren't always. How about rats off to you? Like hats off to you? But maybe you have to have a hat 
to see. Wait, that so you took you took the pun that you that they did all through <laughs> season one and two. No, that was that was rats off, folks. I'm, <laughs> okay. saying, I'm saying I'm saying rats off, rats off, like hats off, rats off. So yes, I pretty I much give uh, it to him. <laughs> you have a visual element on the van, so you can have your top hat. How about how about I got, I got one? I got one. How about Casey up to rat? Like Casey up to bat, and then it's like a bat. He's smashing a, a rat with a bat. Why don't I know what who Casey what is? What is Casey up to bat? Casey? You know what Casey up to bat? Mighty Casey has struck out. It's like a famous story. Are you serious? Am I? Am I having one of those moments where I'm in like an alternate universe? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, circling back, I just looked it up. Casey at the bat is a famous thing that you guys don't know, but I'm like saying Casey from what? It's like a famous poem, a famous story, a famous. Uh, it's Casey at the bat. Not famous enough. Well, I'm telling you, it's famous. Okay. I grew up knowing Fine it. Spot. So. Yeah. Anyways, Casey at the rat is what I'm going with. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. So let's move on here past the van, Max. Let's do it. Well, we have to mention one thing about the van that Skylar discovered recently. Oh, shit. This is you good. You want to tell, tell that, Skylar? Okay. So I believe. Somewhere in season three, there they add a reflection in the van window, and it's Jimmy Pesto and his restaurant. No way, across the street. Yeah, yeah I so think once, there's someone once the, else. Too. Yeah, once the van parks, kind of like right in front of Bob's for a brief second, in the mirror in, or in the window reflection, you can see Jimmy Pesto standing kind of in his restaurant, looking across the street. That is hilarious. Oh, there it is. I oh yeah, yeah. I can I can kind of see it. You're right. Very quickly. You see, like his little Italian awning, the, right. with the Italian flag, uh, and Pesto is his rival, right? It's Bob's rival. I, I've only seen one episode where he's been in so far, so but I, I got the gist. Yeah, he's Bob's rival, and he has um, he has kids, uh, Jimmy Pesto Jr., Tina's crush, or her on again, off again crush, um, and then they have he has two twins, Andy and Ollie, who got are it. hilarious, and they're voiced by Sarah Silverman and her sister. Nice, nice. And they're hilarious. So good. And a fun fact, I just, uh, speaking of the two of them that I just read earlier today is they typically record on one mic together because they like to edit a- Andy and Ollie as one character because they kind of like are always like talking like over each other. As yeah. if it's... So they're, on, so they're usually fighting for the mic together when they're recording. That is clever. That is clever. Um, also... Well, um, what was I just gonna say? Oh, uh, never mind. I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Edit that out was later. It, something <laughs> about Casey being up to bat? <laughs> no, it wasn't about Casey. Casey oh, I know what it was. I know Casey, what it was. grab your bat. What I was doing. What I was going to say is something that we haven't even mentioned yet. Is that uh, for those who aren't Bobbies and Bobettes, H. John Benjamin is the voice of Bob. And he's like, he's got to be one of the most like recognizable voice guys now, right? With Archer and, uh-huh. and Bob. And like, I know him originally from Wet Hot American Summer, where he was the voice of the can of beans or whatever, or the fruit cocktail, whatever it was. Yeah. And I think he was on like Dr. Katz, if you ever watched that on Comedy Central back in the day, which is also, I think, Loren Bouchard was the creator of Dr. Right. Katz. Right. And, he, and like he, had, he had John Benjamin has a van. He had his own show for a season on Comedy Central, too. So, that. John has a van. I don't know any of these. <laughs> well, you know John Benjamin, right? Skyler. Sky. It's Bob's it's Bob's voice. That's all. And he's Archer okay. too. Yeah. 
Anyways, that's all I was going to say. Let's move on. Okay. That's how quickly you're into the episode. It's true. Um, so right as the van, the van drives off, another banner flies into the screen. Re-reopening. And almost as soon as that hits, a, a car runs into the telephone pole in front of the funeral home. And the telephone pole falls over and crashes into the store window. I always find it funny that they don't even react to that. <laughs> Yeah, it literally is right above Bob's head or right behind his head. Yeah, Gene's. By the way, we, we didn't mention that Gene is like kind of like bouncing to the music. Oh my god, which my I favorite. love the whole time. I, I was yeah. just gonna say that's my favorite. Like, I'm gonna early spoiler my favorite. As soon as the yeah, as soon as the second building pops in and the grand opening time, he t- he starts bobbing his knees or like bobbing up and down. And the fire does not deter him. Right. Like. Right. None of the disasters. He's just bopping. Yep, like, yep. Like as you said early on, he looks like so sad in the first few seasons, and then like, yeah, I love that he's bopping throughout all of this too, with his, with his open mouth smile too. And Gary, I think something you pointed out um, at the beginning is so great because I was like, why is Bob so happy? And I think like this totally personifies like every episode journey for him. He's always hopeful that something good is going to happen with the business and his expectations are just trashed by the end. So I like that he has this big smile at the beginning. Yep. But he, but he ends with a, his, his mouth being completely straight and everybody else happy. <laughs> which exactly. is kind of <laughs> that's, that's the show basically. Yep. yep. And then the, just sorry, the final shot is uh, after the car crashes and the pole, you get a final re re reopening banner. And then the camera zooms in really quickly all the way through the piece of cheese on the burger. The last thing you see is a yellow screen before it starts the episode. Yeah. And it kind of like the music fades out as the episode kind of like starts right away. There's not really like a hard cut or anything. Right. The, yeah. It just kind of, it's, it's a fade out. You're right. It's a fade mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And those are the opening credits to Bob's Burgers. One th- one more fun fact I had that I forgot to say is that uh, the creator of the show, Lauren Bouchard, I think is his yeah. name. He wrote the theme music, and he said that, or he he said in, in some article I read he's also, that he's also playing the ukulele. Right, that. right. He recorded you just spoiled it. his fun fact. No, no, that wasn't the fun fact. That wasn't it. He recorded it in his apartment in New York or some big city. And he says that if you actually strip the track like down to its core, like take, you can hear the club music that was playing in the background because he was oh like, he, he lived in an apartment like, that was like below or above a club or something like that. And he said you could amazing. actually, yeah, and that's the original music. So that's pretty that's cool. That's great. That's cool. Pretty, pretty cool. That's it. Oh, just so you know, the, in, the, in the first two seasons, the camera zoom at the end doesn't go through the cheese, it goes, oh. it, it goes into the window of Bob's Burgers. So another little little difference from the early seasons. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, it goes into the sign of Bob's Burgers, actually. So there you go, Max. Max. It. Gary. Well, it's been too long. What do we do next, Max? Um, I, I think we go through some uh, highlights and lowlights. Ah, what yes. we liked about it, what we didn't like about them. I'm going to say something here. I got no complaints about these opening credits. All right. Stower, how about you? I don't have any complaints other than Max won't admit that he's wrong about the Louise symbol. I'll I'll admit I'm wrong about the Louise symbol when Gary gives up on Casey, go get your bat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, 
Casey at the bat. Okay. Okay. Um, I have, I have a couple things since I'm like the outsider with fresh eyes here. Uh, we already talked about it. My highlight is, is Gene uh, bobbing along to the music. Um, that's, that's just the best. Also, my, one thing I, I'm just going to hop on board with that. Cause it, it, it's my favorite. I was just going to say that too, but I'll find another highlight. Well, and then one thing I didn't even notice is that there's a pair of shoes hanging from the, the power lines right above the building. I just noticed that that's neither. A highlight. Like, <laughs> it's just a fact. Yeah, that's it. I just never noticed it before. This year, the whole time. <laughs> neither, neither a highlight nor a low light. Just, just a fact. It's, oh, and they, when, they fall. The, just, <laughs> yeah. They, when the power line comes in, they, they kind of swing. I've watched this like a hundred times this weekend. It's the first time I've seen that. So that's cool. Um, and then the low light that I have is just that in seasons one and two, the promo, the, or like the look of it made it, mm-hmm. I, I don't like how Gene's not smiling and doesn't have his Tassio keyboard. That's, that's it. Like just the first that's two seasons. Thing. Yeah. 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 The only thing to knock on it. Yeah. Is the earlier, I think they realized it and they fixed it. So right. right. Kudos to them. I have to also say highlight wise i think it is like the timing of the music particularly the like gene pressing the keyboard the like bark ah, symbol with <laughs> louise throwing her arms open it's so satisfying i just have to give it a shout out all all of the symbol crashes with the buildings coming into are so good like it, mm-hmm. just the, the timing and the rhythm of it is really great i i agree all right match what's next oh i think you know what's next gary you can't forget this just because it's been a while Man, it's a new year. It's a, I'm in a new location, but I got to ask Max and Skylar, would these credits be better with a lion? It's like Gene hit his keyboard. <laughs> Fart sound. Yeah, you don't have to make you don't have to make those noises, Gary. Oh, okay. Well, uh just in case I, you forget. I'm going to jump in here if you two don't mind. Go ahead. Please. Of course, these would be better with the lion. And a lion would fit perfectly in these credits. I would have one more incident at the restaurant. Why not? While we're piling them up at the very <laughs> end there. And it could be like a lion crashes through the front window. <laughs> another another grand re, 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 reopening. That would be four re's. Yeah, you're right. Okay. How about you, Skylar? Obviously, yes. Where? I don't know where... Either I feel like one of the raccoons should be painted like a lion, but, and I haven't figured out how to make the plot work, but I really feel like Louise would just like befriend a lion and like have it on a leash and be like, yes, this is a thing I'm doing today. So one of those two. Yeah. I like Louise's pet lion. (laughs) So I had an idea for this, but now now that I had know about the Jimmy Pesto thing uh, and the reflection in the window, I think that uh, the lion should be driving the van. The, the, like there should be, it should be a lion exterminator. That's what I think. That that'll I love be the, it with a little hat. With a little hat in the in the window of the van. That's the gag instead of instead of Jimmy Pesto being there. I love it. Okay, and what would what would be the name of his extermination company? Uh, pause. Off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How about roar? Roarable pest control. How about that? <laughs> Roarable. Yeah, and horrible. Oh, no, I did not. I did not think horrible. What do you say? <laughs> Listen, I'm being put on the spot here. Right, give me a break. Aroarable pest control. 
All right. So we made it through. We did our highlights and lowlights. The lion. Uh, what's next? I, I really can't remember now. Do we do? Do we score and then treats, or no. treats and then score? Treats, man. Okay. I was, just, I was testing you, man. Okay. Okay. I got some good treats for you guys here. Uh, first one is there was a Simpsons couch gag with a Bob's crossover where Homer um, accidentally it's, he's in the garage and he ends up in Bob's burger in the no. opening credits. Yeah. Like, like, like he is in the background of Bob's opening credits. So like he's inside the burger shop when all the stuff's happening. That's amazing. Hey, I have to ask you a quick question about your podcast uh, about Bob's credits. What is, what is chip, 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 Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) So we were trying to think how to intro the show and we couldn't, this was like episode three and I just said chip, chip, out of nowhere. It just came out. And I was going to say, I thought I listened to the first couple episodes. I didn't remember, but then I heard it in the last one and I was like, maybe I missed something. It unfortunately stuck. (laughs) Oh, that's what it's been. Oh God. Oh God. So Homer is in the restaurant through those opening credits. And it's funny because since he's in the restaurant, he's looking from inside at the backs of the family. Right. And you see the other buildings coming in from the other side of the street that you never see in the opening credits. But Homer's also in the building when it lights (laughs) on fire. And then when the the rats rats are in there. So he's just like, he's, you know, he's being Homer screaming of just trying to avoid all these things. And you can actually see Jimmy Pesto across the street, too. <laughs> right. Wait, can I ask you something? At like 22 seconds. Oh, those are the signs. I was like, what? It, it looks like an awning. Those are the signs that keep getting plastered. This is so good. Yeah, it's like the yeah, inside right. view. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny. And then when the when the uh, when the pole crashes through, the family turns around and look, <laughs> looks in to see what's going on. Yeah, and they start talking. Hey, is there someone in the restaurant? Oh yeah! Oh, he looks scared. Can we keep him? Can we keep him? No. We'll name him Bob Number One, and Dad, you can just go by Bob Number Two, or maybe no name at all. Wait, why would I be Bob Number Two or no name? I am Bob. Well, yeah, but this is Bob. So now we're like Bob and Bob. You I can't don't just like name it. a guy Bob. Yeah, you can. Somebody <laughs> did it to you. That's true. Bob Number Two is throwing out some major toot right now. Isn't he though? Yeah, lose the toot. It is kind of nice to have someone in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's he doing? If he's robbing us, I feel sorry for him. No, don't say that. <laughs> We're fun to rob. Maybe he's just looking for the bathroom. You're overthinking it, bro. Just go anywhere. I'll clean it up. It's <laughs> such a good gag. It's so funny. It's, it's Homer, Homer's like crawling around all scared, too, as yeah, they're talking. He's, the he's terrified <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so that's one trait I've got for you. The next one I have is, so this was at like a Comic-Con or something. I don't know what year it was. So the cast and crew were doing like a Q&A in front of like a an auditorium full of people. And so Lauren Bouchard got up there with the ukulele to play the Bob's theme. And he asked all of the characters that were the people at the cast that were up there to make up lyrics on the spot as the character they play to the song, the theme song. So I think it starts with Larry Murphy, who plays Teddy, who's um, we haven't mentioned yet, but is also one of the regulars is like Bob's best friend. Is it the handyman? Um, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, followed by uh, John Roberts, who plays Linda. 
followed by Kristen Shaw, who plays Louise, followed by Dan Mintz, who plays Tina. And I'm just going to play all of this because it's really good. Do it. Bob Burgers, he owns a restaurant, Bob Burgers, he owns a restaurant, Bob Burgers, he owns a restaurant, sometimes it doesn't do so well. <laughs> Fresh lyrics, right? John Roberts, okay? Uh, <laughs> Are you tuning in? I hope so, because it's at 7 o'clock and it's still light out. Better close your blinds so you can see the TV better. Most burgers! Do it! Just do it burgers. Really great restaurant. That's it. That's it. Tina's the best. Yeah. Um, so just, I just want to remind everyone that we post these clips on creditscorepodcast.com and in our Apple's notes and everything. So you can watch these while you listen. You can watch these on your own time. You can watch these whenever you want to, really. I, I, we just want you to be able to watch them. That's it. The last couple things I have for you are just two covers of the theme song. So this is a one-man band um, cover of the song with... I put in my notes, impressive solos. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. So I think he's playing uh, like uh, he's playing a mandolin, a guitar, uh, electric guitar, an accordion. That's impressive. I want to get to one of the solos. Maybe they need to hire this guy to do the end credits for the movie. I could, I, yeah, I could listen to that for a long time. That was really good. I like that. Really, it's really good. Um, it's relaxing. It's about three minutes long. This this last one, I don't know if you're going to want to listen to it as long. Oh, God. Oh, God. What is this? It's a trap remix of the song. <laughs> that wasn't it. That was Skylar sneezing. Power <laughs> editor sneezed to it. <laughs> Oh, you guys are liking it. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, you know what? Actually, it's not as bad as I remember. Yeah, you really... All right, I actually have one treat. Oh. Uh, oh, this yeah. never happens. Yeah, I have one treat, but we, we talked about this, Max. If it is you reading uh, this at your bat, Casey get your bat poem <laughs> or whatever that is, I'm going to be very upset. A- Annie, get your, Annie get your cum and Casey get your bat. Uh, no, it's not that. 
Um, as so, I told you like a week ago. I I was watching Bob's on demand at my new uh, place, and I for some reason the pilot episode had like a narrator in the background. What I thought was a narrator, and I was like, this is a really weird gimmick to have. <laughs> um, so I texted you. I was like, did they drop the narrator? Like, what what the hell was that? And you're like, what is? What are you talking about? So it turns out that I must have had a weird glitch where I had like the uh, visually impaired settings on. So it was giving like a background narration every time something would happen. So this is just a quick clip um, of what, uh, to give you an idea of what I kept hearing in the background. Crotch is itchy? I mean, let me see. Linda, no, no. No, let's not see it. No, I'm just not sure if I'll be any good. It's not like we're only just one free hand. Tina scratches her crotch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so after Tina says, my crotch is itchy, there's a guy in the background who goes, Tina scratches her crotch. And like throughout, <laughs> throughout the episode, every time a scene would change, it'd be like, Gene goes outside with the hamburger stand. And I was like, why Why are they doing this? Like, this is not funny. It's it's distracting. Anyways, that's the treat. That's the only treat I have. Tina All right. your crotch. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing for this podcast, and really, I just have to tra- interchange Gary with Tina for that line. Gary scratches his crotch. All right, so it's time to score. Yes, we do score on this uh, podcast. It's called Credit Score. We score on a scale of one to ten key grips. Um, on Bob's credits, we score on a scale of a one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. Should we do H's for this round? Yeah, you know, let's do a little crossover. Kind of like okay. Bob and, and the Simpsons. Yeah, let's Bob do H's. Simpsons, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Gary scratches his crotch again. Um, Who wants to kick it off? How about how about Skylar, our guest of honor? I feel like my score doesn't have as much weight here because I am a guest. But I want you to know this is a very honest, not inflated score. I give it a 10. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, Max, why don't you go ahead? Gary's going to focus over here. I don't even know if my heart's ready for it. Gary ruins my life. I just want to say that. <laughs> I, I am already angry at him for this. And his toenail clippings. Oh, Finger. My God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Whatever you were doing. I did not take my shoes off and clip my toenails, okay? <laughs> Gary clips his toenails. Um, <laughs> uh, I am going to uh, meet... My lovely fiance at her 10 H's. Unbelievable. Credits. These are Thank perfect you. opening credits. So much happens. They're so fun. The music it's is great. Story, evolution. Always, there's always something to look for. There's new puns every single episode. It's, it's, they're perfect. <sighs> you guys, you guys are unbelievable. What are you just ignoring the, the first two seasons? Yes. Seasons one and two credits. Yes. I, 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 yeah. I'm talking about how they've evolved. Because I like to go with the whole spectrum. No, 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 no. no. I like to go with the whole thing. Nope. And I but like there's to There's 11 say, seasons. That's yeah. like such a small percentage. Yeah, but yeah. I've only watched like 6% of those episodes. Gary, you the podcast. Listen, what I'm going to say here is going to be very controversial because, <laughs> because I'm going against my own principles and I'm going to give it a 10 because yes. I'm, with, I'm with the Bob's Credits people. I love you guys, and these credits are great. And they took one of my favorite elements from The Simpsons, which is the changing element, and made it and perfected it here. They did two great changing elements. It's a very catchy little ukulele song, even though Max, I don't love him as much as you do. Um, seasons three through the present, perfect credits. I'll ignore seasons one and two, and I'll give it a ten 
for a credit score, final score of 10 Tina H's for Bob's for Bob's Burgers. Wow. This wow. Is, our, is this our first triple 10? Maybe maybe first tens all around, yeah. For, wow. for Bob's Burgers. Indeed. Wow, that is exciting. And I I thank you for opening my uh, my eyes to Bob's Burgers. It's really a good show to watch, you know, when I, on my lunch break or when I have a little bit of downtime. It's a good show. Yeah, I hope you keep watching. Yeah. Oh, I will. I it, will. It doesn't disappoint. It doesn't get like it. It hasn't gotten bad yet, you know. And it's been on for eleven seasons. So right, right. And I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to like kind of get to the point like where the Simpsons was like, okay, that's enough. They, they have, they have uh, two more decades to go before they, right. <laughs> before they get there. True. So they are okay. Before we sign off, Skylar, 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 thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank I, you for having I, me. I never get to see you on a small, tiny screen. I usually see you in real life. So it's nice to see you in the other room on a small screen. Nice to see you uh, further away and, and small and, face really close to the camera it's great uh, if people want to follow you skylar on social media where can they follow you on instagram no crying and cooking all one word perfect that's me please listen to bob's credits that's mine and skylar's podcast if you love this episode you will love every single episode of that um follow credit score on instagram credit score podcast and credit score on twitter we're just credit score and gary if people want to follow you uh go ahead and tweet at me at dudak attack or you can follow me at gc dudak on instagram uh i want lots of tweeting about casey go get your bat casey 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 at the bat baby casey, casey gonna... get casey get your cum i'm a... <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, that's awful. That is awful. Uh, and I just want to put this out there real quick. Uh, I think this will be like our 62nd or 63rd episode, somewhere around there. So we're getting, we're, we're hovering dangerously close to 69. Nice. <laughs> Annie, get your cum. Gary scratches his crotch. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, All right, guys. Wait, have a great uh, night. Oh, what else do we have? Everyone follow me on social media. Um, oh, fuck you. I'm oh, hello, it's Max on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you. Okay, now we can say to our sign-off, Gary. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. So long. Bye. Bye. Aww. Bye.